Welcome to Get in the Herd, a podcast about addiction and recovery brought to you by the McShin Foundation. If you or a loved one are looking for real discussions about addiction, recovery, stigma, advocacy, and most importantly, hope, then stick around. Thanks for joining us. Now sit back and get ready for another great episode of Get in the Herd. Hey, welcome to Women Wednesday on Get in the Herd. And today we have a special guest and our regular co-host. Who are you? I'm I'm the regular co-host. It's like now. Um, I'm Dixie. I do the drug screening and medication here, and I'm also an alumni. Alumni. I'm getting used to saying that. Oh, fantastic. And who do we have over here? Hi, I'm Lizzie. I've Lizzie. been here two weeks. Ooh, Lizzie, are you in our intensive program? Yes, I am. Oh, where's that located? In Chester, Virginia. Okay, great. And I am Joyce Bronson. I am in your friendly intake coordinator with mm-hmm. the McShin Foundation, as well as an alumni. Yeah. Um, so today is Win-Win Wednesday. We're very excited to have Lizzie. She's very nervous, but she's going to do wonderful. <laughs> she's like, I don't talk, but nope. you're you going to talk to us. Yeah, and you're going to talk to us today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> so, Lizzie. Um, so you've been here for about two weeks now. Yep. How are how's everything going? Everything's going great. Everybody's super welcoming. It's it's been awesome. So. Have you ever been in recovery before? No, I haven't. Okay. And what was it anything that you expected when you came over here? Like what? Did I, you well, expect? I didn't know anything about recovery, so <laughs> it's nothing of what I expected because I just kind of went in here like blindsided, like I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Ooh, I like but it like it's that. it's not bad. It's, it's not. actually great. So. Yeah. Don't be afraid of recovery, guys. Ooh, I like that. That's <laughs> yeah, wild. That's good. That's good. Ooh, I might use that in my closing statement. Don't be you afraid can't. of recovery. Oh, oh shit. She said it. And she can remember use that, that. You might want to use that at the end when I put you on the spot to say what are your final words. I'm gonna be obsessing about that now because I always forget until you call me out at the end. So this whole time, y'all, if I look like I'm zoned out, it's because I'm obsessing about what I'm gonna say at the end. Probably gonna say what I say every week. <laughs> yeah, with Target. Um, so I so it's you've never been in recovery before. This is the first time that you've been in recovery. Um, prior to coming, how long? I mean, have you been actively using like a long a long time? No, I mean, it was only about like a six month period. Okay, and then you got a whole lot of legal issues. Yep. So that well, at least and that woke me up for sure. Mm-hmm. So she's a very smart girl. Yeah, smarter six than months, I was. Yeah, <laughs> six months got in trouble. Okay, I think I need help. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome because you know a lot of times people will continue to get themselves in trouble and not ever seek the help. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that right away know. you decided to seek yep. the help. And you've been really great. I mean, you know, you participate in everything, and you know. Um, Seem to get along really well. Mm-hmm. There's have been a, quite a few new girls since you've come. Yeah, yeah. two, two. Yeah, I say quite a few. Like it's been a lot. <laughs> no, I mean two. they were they came in like just a like a between like a day of each other. Yeah, they so. did. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was great. <laughs> so this past weekend, um, uh, McShin had the 17th uh, anniversary founders. Uh, what is that? Our little um, founder picnic type, I guess, event, which was really cool. Did you know McShin was around for 17 years? Yeah, I heard. We didn't go, but yeah. we knew about it. It was it was really awesome. I, I think it was great to find out that, you know, there was a lot of people that spoke. It was like a lot of people that spoke. And, uh, you know, the attorney general of Virginia came there oh, as really? well. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so um, – he came and, you know, quite a few other people who are actually, um, you know, running for different um, positions 
uh, they came as well. But, you know, it's really great to kind of hear the stories of the individuals that John started started yeah came through before us you know 17 um, years that's a long 17 time years. and he kind of talked about how he started the mcshin program and people were staying on the couch and then he the way he got to hatcher was he actually came to him to start just an na uh, aa meeting mm -hmm. and like he was starting an aa meeting and you know um it started with just one little meeting room downstairs. Then they got two offices. And then are we, how big are we? Right. We got like three floors. Yep. Yeah, three floors. So I just thought that was really interesting. I and mean, I just, you know, I, I always like to find out new things. And it's some stuff I just had no idea about how we started. Mm -hmm. so. I didn't get the privilege of going. Um, my grandparents were in from Florida. And I never get to see them. So I went to go visit them on my one day off. So, but um, no, one day off, you see how she slides that in. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do a lot on that one day every week. So one it's day. like, I have to plan everything out. Like, okay, I have to do this or I need to go see this person. So I have to do it on this specific day. Um, but I felt like I was there. I watched Nathan was live mm -hmm. during oh. the thing. So I got to, I felt like I was there because I watched that um, and some of the people speak and that was pretty cool. It was, it was actually a really cool event. Uh, I, I was obviously there for the whole thing because, you know, I had the, the PA running and pictures and all that good stuff. And I was freaking out because like it kept looking like it wanted to rain. Oh, yeah. And I was mm -hmm. like running around trying to make sure like, all my gear was okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the food was uh, like, it was, it was a lot bigger and a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I, I've been to John's house a couple of times, but I was like, he wanted to set up like a couple of big tents and like have all this food and like have all these. And I was like, where is he going to put all this stuff? And like, it was, it was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to oh, be. Yeah. Any a whole event. Lot cooler. Yeah. Any event. So I've only been to John's house, I think, for two, but I've come to realize, like, if John has something where I can go to it, like an event, I, I want to go because they always have amazing food. Oh, yeah. Like, especially the Christmas parties. Like, it is, yeah. um, like, the oysters, never tried an oyster. I don't particularly like them, but it was cool that they were there for me to try. And I was like, what? They have oysters here? Like, what in the hell? I'm looking forward to the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> we uh, we didn't get one this last year, unfortunately, because of the... um you know, the COVID, but it, it definitely is a big event every year. Mm -hmm. So Lizzie, you can look forward to that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, you know, you can come visit. Even yeah, if you're alumni, yeah. alumni never leave, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, like they had some crab cakes and they had a whole lot of different things. And it, it was awesome to see some, um, you know, some people that I've actually had to actually put a name to a face. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of times that you, we, we send emails or we talk to different people and uh, Debbie said, and Debbie was there as well. Um, Debbie said, so glad you found McShin Lizzie. Welcome. Welcome, well, Lizzie. <laughs> Part so, of the fam. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really great. Um, so it was a nice experience. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, even though I worked the front and welcomed everyone. You know, I'm really grateful for John and Carol because they have so many events every year well they have events every year and it's like open to like everybody in recovery like the mm -hmm. christmas party i mean i to be honest with you when i went to the christmas party in 2019 mm -hmm. um 2020 no it was 2019 are you sure yeah oh yeah duh. I'm thinking, never mind. Never we mind. didn't have one 2020. I know. I was thinking like, okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Tighten yeah. up, Joyce. Yeah. Yeah, it was 29. Because you know what I'm thinking? I'm like, you know, oh, we didn't get here till you got here February of 2019. I got here April 2019. So there's so like these things it? called months, right? Yeah. And they go in order. <laughs> and December is the last one. At yeah, the I know. End of the I year. Just, 
just leave me alone. Okay. I but, wasn't doing the right thing. So I honestly didn't want to go. I mean, it's like, yeah, first, I was like, yeah. it's going to be like so whack. It's going to be all these people mm -hmm. just like talking to each other about like whatever. And it's going to be like, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to go. And then I had, I didn't have to go, but I felt like I needed to go. So I went and one, the food kept me there for a long time. <laughs> I mean, the whole, they have like a dining room and it was just, food mm -hmm. on food and they had it catered so they were constantly restocking it was amazing um bacon covered scallops dude like, oh. and then they had like this the big fire pit and we oh, had yeah. that going and everybody was just like convert it was actually really cool because people from you know different different places different come organizations. different organizations so it's pretty cool that everybody can get together and just like hang out clean and sober on a holiday well not mm -hmm. on a holiday but for like a christmas party when you know I mean, me using, I never went to one, but if I did, I would have been messed up. So it's like cool to get everybody together. So I'm thankful what I'm getting at y'all. I'm so ADD. What I'm getting at is I'm grateful for them for throwing these functions and events for us to like. Yeah. And they're sharing some, their, you know, they're sharing their home with everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a really big thing. Cause a lot of people may not have the, you know, um, a lot of people, well, you know, you've only did six months, but like there's some people out there who's actually never actually had to been able to attend a Christmas party um, with no drugs or alcohol. I was one of you those. Know? Yeah, yeah, me too. And I used to go to Christmas parties with my 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 jobs, like my corporate jobs, all the time. But it was definitely alcohol. I yeah. Mean, mm -hmm. As soon as you walk in, they're get handing you a thing with the champagne and all this. Yeah. Like and I'll just, you know, everybody else takes one, I take two. But <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, where's my friend at? And I'm like, I feel like it's not both for me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the it definitely is nice and it, it it's a one of the, i think it's a really important part of recovery is to be able to to get involved and see different things that you've never been able to do before yeah um and see that you can have fun not doing yeah. it before i'm gonna be honest with you i think that christmas party was like a breaking point for me being comfortable around different people people with a lot more a lot more clean time um not for me to be like be social and not be so intimidated by them because that's what really why I didn't want to go because it was too many people and I get intimidated by people and I didn't want to go because it was out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But once I got there, like it kind of broke the ice for me going to that specific one to like venture out and not be so nervous to go to other events mm -hmm. with people in recovery. Lizzie, yeah. so how do you feel about being out around other? Because we went to like we did a big thing like Friday, uh, not this last Friday, the Friday before last. Yes, we went to the beach. You were yeah. around a lot of different people. How do you do? You do you feel more comfortable now? Like I mean, I know you're. I mean, more well, I was fine and, with with Friday. I don't know. I was because you talk to everybody. You're like you yeah, know, you're, but it's just <laughs> I think maybe it's more of people that I've never met before or people mm -hmm. that I don't know, mm -hmm. and then they're all staring at you and they're just like waiting for you to talk. Or I feel like I'm like gonna slip up or say something stupid or mm -hmm. like have you learned to just or, talk? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like it's hard to just like I don't know put it that way. But um, in some of the meetings where we're like have to share, I'm actually been surprised on like how well it went. So I'm like. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. I think my, you know, finding a little bit, it's like we were used to life on the, not, not that we're in jail, but like on the outside, so to say, yeah, like with regular right. individuals, but I find that people in recovery are a little bit more, you know, like welcoming because they, they yeah. kind of want to see somebody else that's where they're at trying mm -hmm. to get help as well. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and then you, one thing about recovery is you get with individuals that you're never normally would have been around, right? Right. You got, you exactly. got all sorts. Yeah. And then. Nice mm -hmm. little variety. Theory. Yeah, definitely variety. Especially if in a recovery house. Like, that's how you learn, like, 
Me and Joyce lived together. We spoke about this like last week, I believe, okay. and we were talking about how well she she, left me in the, she um, no, she, no. She, you know she left me in the parking lot, right? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I, I was I was actually about to mention that. Oh good. Thanks. When are we <laughs> just gonna let this go? You know Never. what I'm saying? It's we're not gonna going be, to get let go. That's ever. crazy. Ever. We'll be eighty years old. And and you'll gonna, be 80. <laughs> I know. And, and you'll be like, 60. and I won't. <laughs> but I'll wait for you to get to the nursing home. And I'm going to be like, hey, come on. You're under 30 days. Let me leave you in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. See, that's definitely. Yeah. So back when we had rules, you know, like it's strict rules, right? Um, you couldn't walk off or you couldn't leave here without um, a 30-day, um, you know, being 30 right, days. Right. So she was, I was supposed to be my, I was supposed to shadow her, right? Because she had over 30 days and I was my first day. And she said, well, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm going to go have lunch. And she left me in the, in the parking lot. And oh, I was like, la, 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 la. what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, and then, you know, luckily I within a couple never. of minutes, um, Ray Ray, which is uh, one of my roommates there, she came and she's like, oh, Joyce, you're left all alone. Poor thing. And then she <laughs> She came galloping. I would never do something like that. She but she don't remember. I and I may have made it a little worse than what it was, but she did. I, think I mean, that. honestly, it probably checks out. I'll yeah, she's like, she's like, because she, cause she I'm going to be honest, she was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Should I go? Should I go? And then, you know, your boyfriend at the time, God rest his soul, he was like, well, we didn't eat all day, Joy. I'm like, yeah, y'all can go. Y'all can go. And uh, oh, <laughs> so, but needless to say, that was my very first experience with Dixie left out in the parking lot. I mean, we just think, I right? think she may have gave me a cigarette and left though. Yeah. Probably. Oh, there you go. That counts. <laughs> That's parting gift. Then it's yeah. okay. Really. Here, smoke on this. Somebody will come. Somebody will come. <laughs> Send you a smoke signal. <laughs> Joseph definitely checks out. This is crazy, y'all. Um, Christina Davis said, hey guys, go Lizzie, go with the Lizzie. Yes. And then Joe, Joe, listen, <laughs> don't. What did what Joe say? He said definitely checks out. That's it, Joe. You already oh. know what's up, man. He knows. <laughs> I like food. Um, that's my dad, James. That's my that's my dad, y'all. That's my dad. Hey, um, James. He said rock on, ladies. You're making a difference. People, Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Oh, he's always so sweet. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, but no, no. What? No. Huh? Don't talk what? about it no more. What I was getting at was. <laughs> Me, Joyce mentioned that she would never hang out with somebody like me on the streets before. I don't, right. so I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but but so now, like, we we we're we're, we're, we're friends, we're actually yeah. friends, and we get along. Believe it or not, guys, believe it or not, we get along really well, kind um, of. It's yeah. so weird. <laughs> Go figure. So that's like the beauty sometimes of li living in. A recovery house yeah. with a whole bunch of other women because, like, yeah. people that you might have judged before or would never feel like you would relate to, like, living with people that are so different than what you think you are, you're more like than different at the end mm -hmm. of the day. So, yeah. like, um, find a common ground. Yeah, you find common ground. You get to bond over that. And you become freaking friends. Yeah, like, for like up. life, like kind of. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I still have a couple that from when we were in Smith House. Yeah. And I'm Smith House. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we may have had a, you know, I had a couple of friends. I mean, I talk to them every day. But when I do, it's like kind of like, yeah. oh, that's like my, like, you know, a family mm -hmm. member or something, you know? Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's definitely bonds that you built for life. For yeah, life. All the time. Um. I definitely have a still. I still have a couple. One of my friends, Ashley, that lived with me. Me and her, we're still friends. We don't talk every day, um, but we hang out pretty often, or we'll like see each other at meetings and mm -hmm. sit with each other and 
commute afterwards. But um, it's pretty cool. That's like the beauty sometimes. Like to be honest with you, that right there, like those friendships. And this was talked about in a meeting that I went to the other night, which was amazing. Um, one of my friends celebrated three years, mm-hmm. and one of the speakers were talking about like basically when if she were to leave. Oh, she's built this network of women in recovery now. And, like, if she were to leave, like, who would she hang out with? And right. sometimes when I lived in housing, that was one of the things that kept me, like, okay, if I leave, like, these are the only people, not only the people in housing, but the people in recovery are the only people that I socialize with now. So, like, if I were to leave, who would I talk to? <laughs> not saying they wouldn't still be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but you like, wouldn't have them every day. Yeah, I wouldn't have them every day. So, like, sometimes that was a a reason for me to stay if there was, if I didn't feel like there wasn't another one. Mm-hmm. When I, when I first moved out of house, um, the uh, mixtion after 11 months of living in mixtion housing, she lived in 11 months mm-hmm. too, just so you know. And, uh, first day at the, in my apartment by myself, it was like, I wanted to watch a movie and I had no one to watch a movie with. That does not happen in recovery no. housing. Cause you always have someone to watch a movie with. And why did I do a house check when I, I before I went to sleep? I walked around the whole house. Oh my like, god! Because <laughs> as a house leader, you used to have to walk around the house and check all the rooms mm-hmm. and everything before I go to bed. And it's such a habit. I was like, "Oh my god, let me nosy around here." <laughs> yeah. And then when my son woke up, I said, "Why is your bed not made?" And he's like. I've never made my bed. What are you talking about? I'm like, I but don't those know. are like good habits <laughs> that we get into, you know, and I'm like making our bed. Yeah. Yeah. I used to hate that. So growing up, my dad's um was always in the military. Mm. And that was like a requirement. Like we had to make our bed. And I hated it so much. Um, because I'm like, I'm just gonna get back in it. Why I gotta make it? <laughs> um, but so living in the recovery house, that was a requirement. Like when you left in the morning to come here, you had to make your bed. Like mm-hmm. before you did anything out, well, not before you did any, like brush your teeth and stuff, but before you walk out the door, <laughs> yeah. you had to make your bed. So now I'm going to be honest. I don't do it all the time. Um, cause most of the time I'm rushing in the morning to be honest with you. <laughs> but when I do do it, um, when I first moved out, I did it all the time. Mm-hmm. And over the time, it's just kind of like. It fades Later away. On. It fades away sometimes, but I still do it. And when I do it, like it feels so amazing to like get home from work and walk into my bedroom. And it's made. And it's made. Yeah. And my room just looks nice. And I'm it like, yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like little habits that we have um that we learn to have when we're in a recovery house, like making your bed, doing your dishes, things like that. Yeah, as soon like- as you use them, you know, just wash them. And I've actually, I still implement all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the bed making I do because I like the way it looks. It looks, you know, yeah. and honestly. And then it's, it's it's nice to get into a bed that's already made. So you don't have to like kind of fidget it around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be lazy, maybe right. I don't know. But uh, that's, you know, my thing. Um, but also another great thing about, I think, about being in a recovery house is you've learned to be more open-minded okay. and not so judgmental towards other human beings. Um, which I find that, you know, before um, I came into McShin into a recovery house, like I said, you know, I, you kind of just, you're kind of with your own clit and people mm-hmm. like you and not, you know, with someone different. And that's where it came into, like, I wouldn't have probably hanged out with, um, you know, Dixie out in public, mm-hmm. but I mean, in real life, but 
you know. But you know what I'm saying? But the girl's not attached to her. You know, she's in grown home. It gets like a tumor. Can't yeah. get her off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, but honestly, it's, it was able to actually meet the, allow me to be open up to actually meet true friends, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not the ones that I did hang out with before, but like real strict, like true friends I can count on. Like yeah. with Dixie, I can call her anytime and she's always there. Mm-hmm. I've yet for a time for you. Know, I mean, if you tell me no one day, I'm not, I might not know what the freak to do. <laughs> I might actually go through it. <laughs> and it's kind of like that, like with me, with like having my son now. Yeah. Y'all, when I tell y'all, if listen, <laughs> if you like, I didn't have my son, mm-hmm. right? And I just got him full time. Which is awesome because she didn't have him, you know, for a while. And yeah. her mom had to take care of him. So now being in recovery, now she finally has him full time. Full which time. Is it is. Great. And he is hell on wheels. He is. But, but it's her baby. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so um, when I tell you it takes a village, mm-hmm. like it takes a village to raise a child sometimes. And if it wasn't for like people like Amber and stuff like that, like she babysat him the other night so I can go to a meeting without him because I'll take him to a meet with me and he has earphones in. And he'll be like, Mom, 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 I'm hungry. I'm like, Shh. yeah. So I didn't want it. It was my friend's celebration. So I was like, will you watch him mm-hmm. so I can go to a meeting and like mm-hmm. little things like that, like pick like people pick him up from daycare for mm-hmm. me like, like Joe did last mm-hmm. week. So it's like it really takes a village. And like my village are all the women in my network. Mm-hmm. And I freaking love it. It's awesome because, you know, it's it, there's like I said when we're out like people always act like they're friends but if, when it comes down to me asking you for something you're not going to be there you know what I mean Joe Pelicani said what I still have a chore board at my house and I live by myself but my house is clean I know that's right Joe <laughs> man I, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna be one of those guys that when I move out and live by myself I'm gonna make a house thread for myself yeah <laughs> yeah then he so. Yeah, okay, he fixed what he said. He lives alone because at first he said, look, all right, Jeff, got you covered there, but I understand. He also loves by himself. Yeah, he loves oh, by himself. Oh, that's what he wrote. I yeah. didn't even see to me. I said, I thought I read love. All love. by myself. <laughs> that's what's up, though. I, you know, it, Joe's really structured in a way, though. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Joe's the man. I love seeing yeah, him. Yeah, he's awesome, Dude. man. That's my boy. Um. But yeah, I mean, but it is, it's, it's, you know, different, he said, checks out, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's just things that we've, we've learned and stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, but like I said, you know, there's also underlying things that help shape us, our personality, mm-hmm. I think is important. And that's just us knowing how to be with other people that are, you know, different than us and also being, being there for someone, mm-hmm. you know? being held accountable. I mean, there's little small things that you do in recovery houses that we don't even know that could affect someone else's whole life. Like even something as small as like giving someone a cigarette that needed it. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that really, you don't know what that person really is technically. We're giving that person a light. They may have a cigarette and don't even have a light. And it, yeah. That happens you know, to me all the time. <laughs> that's, that's the worst feeling ever. Getting a cigarette and uh, no lighter. lighter. Dude, I'll get in my car. What do so, I do with this? Yeah, I'll <laughs> get in my car and all the lighters will not be in my car. They'll like, I'll go to leave and I'll get to go down the road and I always keep in my door and like maybe I took it inside for whatever freaking reason. I'll get to go down the road and the fact that I have to stop and buy another lighter or just not smoke because I don't want to buy another lighter, mm-hmm. it drives me. That's the worst feeling in the world. Clicking rocks together outside. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it happened back when I was a smoker going in, running into different wild walls. Do you have any matches? Yeah. There's yeah. something 
something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that you know, like I said, there it is. It's a whole lot. I remember, and I still remember, you know, at Smith House, the dang on lighter game, like not game technically, but someone would always end up with someone else's lighter, mm-hmm. someone else's lighter, mm-hmm. and then would find it like two weeks later. Like, oh, I knew you had. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at that. Yeah. I, I will steal a hell out of people's I lighters. It's not meant, and, and it's it's too. out of habit too. Yeah. I'm just like, thanks pocket yeah i'll light my cigarette and put it like if especially like if i'm in my car and i ask you for a lighter like i will put it straight in my car door <laughs> yeah and they're like can i get my lighter and i'm like oh it's out of habit oh, yeah my it's bad. Out of habit. Yeah. yeah it's definitely not something that's intentional mm-hmm. i have um a lighter in my drawer and i can and i was seeing like i can never find it and i'm like i don't even light cigarettes it's only for my one candle once yeah. a day <laughs> but i always can't find it until like later on oh debbie said lizzie what have you learned so far in recovery that inspires you the most today um i guess just everybody sharing and everybody being so welcoming Mm. because i just i don't know i don't go out a lot so i don't know people like that but every time you go to a meeting everybody's like super nice Mm -hmm. everybody's super connected everybody's super together so it's definitely nice to see that because normally i wouldn't yeah Mm -hmm. have you started collecting numbers yet lizzie uh, I have like two. Okay, well, but something. I'm working on it. So you know, usually I used to tell my coaches that you know, go to every meeting that you go to, if you can get one number, just go up to the person, and ask, because it, you know, that anxiety you feel mm-hmm. after you've done that. Well, actually, I made um, Ashley do it three times each uh, mm-hmm. each meeting. Oh, wow! <laughs> and uh, but you know, I would start you off with one, Lizzie, and um, but the reason why is because you know, the more you ask, the more it's not no longer has that right. whole, that nervousness yeah. like i've done it enough so i'm good yeah, yeah. lizzie you're about to go to school yes Ooh. you start school for what uh, my class a cdl Ooh. that's driving like a big giant truck the 18 wheeler right yeah the 18 wheeler <sighs> like the really big giant trucks that you see on the highway. i got a good yeah. friend of mine that just did that and she absolutely loves it yeah, yeah. my loves best friend it. does it with her fiance and they love it. That that, yeah. that sounds like the life, honestly. Right? I, I love it? traveling. I love I driving. Lo- so that's yeah, like perfect. I, I used for to me, love I going like. on tour and like waking up in a different state every day. It's like, awesome. Are you looking to drive cross country? Or yeah. Yeah. Why not? Man, that's you know, y'all are mentioning this. This sounds I'm getting a lighter bulb on top of my head. I'm like I'm telling you, one of those big know, sleeper rigs, really man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My grandparents yeah. used to my great grandparents and my grandparents drove 18 wheelers. And I would go on the road with them in the summertime when I was in school or when I was a, a baby. And I remember my grandma, they had, she had a sleeper. Mm-hmm. This is back when there was like VCRs and stuff, y'all. And uh, there was, she had a TV in the back for me with the VCR. All my favorite TV, VCR, what is it called? Not DVDs. Betas? No, the VCR tapes. VHS. VHS. Do you know what beta is? No. I figured it. Okay. What you, is do it? you know what it is? Of course. Okay. Yeah. And all my little snacks, like the airheads and stuff. And I would go on the road with her for like a week or so. And I just loved every minute. I used to like pull the little horn. Yeah, yeah. People get around and they go like that. I would toot at them. That's yeah. also what caused you to want to do that. I mean, it sounds great though. But I, I mean, kind of like my you. best friend. Like only just like... And I love driving anyway. So I'm mm-hmm. like, wouldn't that be perfect? I get paid to do what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, it, then you, it's not really a job to me. Have you ever drove one before? No. Okay. Because you need a license. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Since I she's would, doing it properly, jo- Joyce. That never stopped me before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's going in order. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, my whole thing is I think that would be great. And I think, honestly, because I love driving, um, I, I drive quite a bit for McShin sometimes. Uh, 
matter of fact, on Friday alone, I drove uh, to Front Royal, which is about two and a half hours away. Yeah, I've been came, to Front Royal before. Came back. Devin told us all back. about it. You had yeah. to go back? Yeah. Go back? Oh, wow. So yeah. I, I drove about 500 miles on Friday. Yeah. And, That's um, a hike. Yeah. But it was cool. You know, I actually, I put my audiobook on and I'm good. So I'm like, you know. I wouldn't mind going driving cross country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've got plenty of time to listen to audiobooks I know, <laughs> for <right>? sure. <laughs> That's cool though. That's a great thing. My only thing would be backing up. Yeah. You know, I'm not really good at back, even with my backup cameras. My son always tells me, Well, you can do it because you got backup camera. I don't think I can. <laughs> you might be able to. Is it like left, right, right, left when you're back in a trailer? Don't look at me. I ain't even started yet. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but yes, you're same right. thing with the boat. Oh, yeah, it's the yeah, boat you're trailer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you were to put it in the water, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Well, that's cool. That's with cool. A little pickup truck, yeah. Because that'll have something that you. So, how long to school for that? It's only one month. Really? Wow. Really? One month. Yeah, one month, and it's free. The class is free that I'm taking. So. Oh wow. How did you do that? Put us on. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I mean, I just got my regular license, so it's probably gonna be all. It's at um, Piedmont, where I live in Charlottesville, uh -huh. and I guess uh, you—if you fail the class, you have to pay for it. But oh. I'm not going to fail the class. So. Absolutely, that's great. Positive. Power of yeah. positive thinking. I know that's right. Because you can do anything you want to, Lizzie, and yep. drive a big so ass that's truck. What I'm gonna that's do. what you can do. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> I um, I think that's great. I'm glad that you have a future plans. I think that's very. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most important things. I think me and Dixie always talk about having a plan after mm -hmm. you know we're done oh, with yeah. this. So like you know, keep moving forward. You know, if you if even if it's small steps, yeah, which you're doing a time. big step, but I yeah, am, take but one I'm step ready. at a time. Mm -hmm. You're definitely gonna get across the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you try to jump and take everything at one time, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, you might not. <laughs> that's that's real good money too. Yeah, it yeah. is real good. That money. is what I'm super excited about. Yeah. Like I'm like I can buy myself my truck that I've always mm -hmm. wanted. So it's gonna be awesome. Oh, yeah. good, good. Um, I want to mention this link real quick. Um, this donation link. Okay. Okay. So, go get, ahead, Joyce. Go ahead, read it. What What do you want? She to can't read. I was gonna tell you. Huh? Oh, talking to me. Oh, oh, oh. It. Uh, yeah, it's it's the it's directly to the McShin page, uh, and it's basically for uh, donating to to help newcomers come in. Uh, mm. Gives them what a month of bed fees. Um, Are you speaking in regards to the seventeen thousand that Honesty is trying to collect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me explain a little bit about that, which is great. Um, this uh, honesty, our, our CEO is trying to do a donation. She's trying to, her goal is to collect $17,000. It's for 17 humans. And what that does is it provides them a month of bed fees, it months them a month of food, and it gives them clothing. Because how many people come in yeah. here with nothing? Devin, she's the one of the new girls. She came straight from jail and came straight to the Chesterfield house right. with literally just the clothes on her back and the papers from her jail. That's it. And that right? was it. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so it, it definitely is of advantage for individuals because it, it happens more than more than times than you guys would even think. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I, just this last week, I've had actually three individuals that came directly from incarceration and did not have anything, yep. but their clothes on their back mm -hmm. now luckily we do use some resources such as um diversity thrift but i'm going to pause it real quick because there's something for jexie to read not jexie um, jamie lynn brown you ladies are such a huge inspiration i wish i never left and came and came back home to front roll because having that network is such a neat 
a needed thing for me anyway to keep my recovery to keep recovery in my life i truly hope to find a way behind a way back. by i can't read god <laughs> lord i truly hope to find a way back to the beautiful community you guys have created there as soon as i'm able to find funds i'll be back so i'll tell you what jamie lint brown why don't you uh you know if you on my the number our phone number is 804-249-1845 give me a call and we can always see what we can get a uh you know what we can work out for you i definitely don't want someone to just wait until funds are available to get help um so reach out you know uh mcshin is always here and like if we can't help you we'll get you plugged in with someone but please don't ever let funds be a reason why you, you do not make a call mm -hmm. um you know we'll, we're here to help you and guide you in any way i can so and actually right now great thing that you said that ladies i do have this is very rare but i have some beds available in my um my women's sober living yeah, house so rare so <laughs> it, it is very rare because sober living is always booked from females so mm -hmm. if anyone is looking to come into sober living um you know reach out but again um jamie please give me a call i'll be more than happy to try to help you in any way i can mm -hmm. um but anyway so i if anyone out there is looking to do a donation that would be great um you know i i really find people that would be beneficial i mean we we sometimes with COVID and everything, our funds really weren't like what we had before. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, we're, that's why we're trying to do this campaign and we're just trying to find a need, you know, to meet a need that is there. And, you know, a need is for someone to have somewhere safe to live, somewhere where they can, you know, have food, get, learn about recovery. But, you know, small things that they need is like clothing. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, we, it's different things that people take for granted. Like sometimes, you know, me waking up this morning, I didn't really think about that I had the opportunity to find what I wanted to wear. Mm -hmm. And then I had the opportunity to try three different pair of pants because I've got too fat. You know what I mean? Oh, like you I had other pants. Today. Oh, I do? Yeah. Oh, this is the last choice outfit, too. Like, what? They, oh. She came to stand up today and they were like, you so colorful. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> well, he said festive. And, I, you know, when I hear festive, I'm like, that's an undercover word. Like, what does festive really mean? I mean, festive means, okay, well, although 4th of July has passed, it would be like you wear red, white, and blue for 4th of July. So you're like. I don't have blue. It's red and black and actually this is like a reddish orange as no it's reddish pink it could be like a good valentine's day outfit i just too. thought it matched my well, you guys can't see my nails oh so look my nails um another benefit of being in recovery and you know being there for my children nowadays is that you know i get the Fly. uh sorry <laughs> the um added benefit of my son being there for me as well so you know i broke a nail last week and i had to mention to my my wonderful baby i said oh mom broke a nail i said i really wanted to go get my nails done but i guess i'll wait till next week next thing i know i got a cash up for 80 bucks is it for your nails Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he knows how much it costs. So so, wow. <laughs> I love him to death. So I thought it was great, but I didn't have the heart to tell him I did not like the color. Um, because I I mean he I didn't pick like it, I picked it, but I was like, oh so I, <laughs> I don't want to go get him done again. Like, you know, he he works hard. I mean, he's he works at Wawa, but it's it just it's it's real. I feel a lot of pride sometimes that you know. Your kids always show up for you. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, you know, there was a time, though, and you guys really wouldn't know, like, it was a couple years where I was really in my act of drinking, and I, you know, 
I wasn't, they actually lived somewhere separate than me. You know, mm -hmm. they, we didn't live in the same place. They actually lived in an apartment by themselves and I lived somewhere else. And, um, you know, I was, the only time they seen mom was, she was totally drunk and always having a, some kind of scene going on around her. Like they would find me because they were like, oh, there's your mom. She's wherever that big ass <laughs> crowd is. That's where she's at. And I'm sure enough in the middle of the crowd. So it's <laughs> just what it is. Um, and I remember them having to pick up. I remember one time, um, coming have doing going after work for drinks and uh one of the people had to find my cell phone number um even my son's cell phone number my cell phone and call him like hey your mom's up here oh. drunk and so my son had to meet the person halfway like i think in colonial heights or something and they switched cars and stuff and all this happened where i did not remember a damn thing when i woke up but they said like, oh yeah i met your son last night I'm like how'd you meet my son it's like he picked you up you were drunk and i was like oh shit oh, yeah. but you know stuff like that they've they've but you know, I've not always been there, and it's just—I think they're just so proud right now how it is that. Um, and the, the one thing I do love is the the way that they look at me, like like when uh, my son had me meet. So I'm going to be a mother of a dad, right? <laughs> and so he had me meet the lady. Wait, that, she's going to be a grandma. No, mother of a dad. Mo okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he had me meet his. <laughs> his girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know he was like you know he's like hey mom this is you know this her name is Brooke and he you know he was introducing me to her and um just the way his his eyes and like yeah this is my mom you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. like he was so proud like you know mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm humorous I don't know I didn't know it was funny but he was like he's like yeah this is my mom like she's so cool like you know what I mean mm -hmm. and I just love that look that they give you now there's some more stuff to read can you read please Joey oh wait okay <laughs> Jamie Brown said honestly I'm so happy I watched this I wasn't able to catch the number but I'll look it up when and we'll be in contact thank you so much awesome yes and the number he it'll be on there again yeah I'm, I'm about to run it again it'll be on the bottom of the screen and a little banner and then you google it and you can get to me you can get it off the bottom of the screen and get to me do you know guys know there's not one but two but three numbers you could reach joyce on yeah you have two phones i got two two phones <laughs> and then the after hours lines comes directly to me as well uh -huh. so the phone number is right there at the bottom it's of the banner going down two four nine one eight four five and again just give me a call and i saw joey jewel what did joey jewel say he said i love he said love you love you guys the queens mm, the queens joey's amazing <laughs> the queens of recovery the queens of lakeside the queens of what what <laughs> we're queens yeah we are i don't know we're just queens we are. lizzie her queens too oh, yay, yay. <laughs> So anyway, so I'm, you know, and I, I think that's one of the main things I think is a gift of recovery for me is like, you know, mm -hmm. I just feel really blessed that I always, you know, I have my kids that are being willing to help me with stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that they can still look at me and they look at me with pride versus mm -hmm. before. It's like, oh, shit, oh, there no. she goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch, step back. She might smack you, dude. So, you know, it's like it was it was craziness in it. And um. So, and then you've got a great story, like, you know, now, like with your son, you know, Dude, you have so him all the time. I was just thinking, so it was really cool. My kid's five. His name's Kaiser. He is amazing. Um, if you wonder what Kaiser looks at, like, just look at her with no, with the, no hair. Like, we did a, so, okay, side note, guys, <laughs> my cousin, so everybody says that my son looks just like me, which he does, but it's, he's it's true. It's exactly yeah. like him. So, um, my like two years ago, I have like this picture of me, 
and I had like pigtails, mm -hmm. right? When I was like four or so. And my cousin and my aunt took the picture of me and photoshopped Kaiser's face on the picture. No, no, no. Photoshopped my face on his picture or something like that. And we asked me, we were like, who is that? And he was like, that's mom. And we were like, no, that is you. He couldn't tell the difference because he looks just like me. But anyway, so <laughs> listen. So yesterday, no, was it yesterday? The day before yesterday? I've told like three people this story already because I actually love it. Like he loves me. I love mm -hmm. it. Um, and it's awesome. cool because my mom, like we said earlier, my mom has had him since he was one. Basically since he was born because me and him lived with my mother. But she got custody of him when he was one, right? So, like, my mom comes into town yesterday. She comes in pretty often, and she'll stay at my house for a couple of days and then drive the hour and a half back to her house. And um, he, she was like, all right, Kaiser, let's go outside and do – he was like, my mom, only if my mom says I can, we have to ask mom first. <laughs> and, like, everything was okay. Well, my mom was like, are you going to sleep with me tonight? He was like, only if my mom says it's okay. Aww. And I'm like, boy, she has raised you for four yeah. years. You weren't getting the bed with her. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's cute. Though. But it was funny. So he goes to the daycare right here, and I live really, really close. So um, they're on the playground, and they see me. After, because he has to be on the playground at eight o'clock in the morning because his class goes out there first thing in the morning. So rather than me taking him to daycare at eight thirty, I take him at eight, then I'll go back home mm -hmm. um, to finish getting ready. So I got, I went back home, and they're on the playground, and all of these kids, these little freaking kids, come <laughs> running to the fence, and it was a <laughs> lot of them. Okay, and it kind of scared me a little bit, <laughs> and they're like, he started yelling, "That's my mom." That's my mom. And I'm like, hey. Hi. So they like, didn't know. Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> what's up? You. And um, Aww. anyway, so you're this popular. one little boy, yeah, apparently. And this one little boy was like, all right, so you're going to give him, you're going to give Kaiser your phone number so he can give it to me. And I'm going to give him my mom's phone number. And then you're going to call my mom so I can come over to your house. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> what? Okay, bossy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. That sounds like me. Pretty but absurd. then like, I come to like the realization, like, it's weird for me because like, my mom's always had him mm -hmm. and now I have to be the one I'm trying to like adjust. Um, thank God for daycare. Cause it's made my life a lot easier. And like the women in my network that will help pick up the slack when I need them to. Um, but I like, I'm also having to adjust like now, like these freaking kids want to come to my house. So like, I have to like talk to parents that are not addicts that don't like, you know what I'm saying? So then like, I worry about like the stigma. I don't really give a shit to be honest with well, you the one thing we don't have to let everyone know where yeah i know but like i go to pick them up and stuff like that and i see these parents and i'm wearing like my oh yeah stuff. and like um like just not even yeah you know well, i can tell you this i've never got negative feedback wearing my mcshin shirt you yeah know? but I your kids are like grown it. you don't have to deal with like these these oh. parents are like oh yeah kids <laughs> of like five-year-olds <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like and then i look like i'm 12 i'm not by the way i'll be 27 in like two weeks Ooh, good jeans and i look <laughs> I'm 12 so then all these parents are like much older than me and I'm like they're gonna think that this is my little brother <laughs> and that they're trying to hand their kid off so like I'm just I stress about these things which I'm grateful for though like all these yeah. little kids are running that's my mom yeah. like he's proud of me yeah. you know what I'm saying but then it's like the stress that comes in like I'm gonna have all these kids See, in my I think house. but you overdo it on yourself but you're yeah. a great oh, person absolutely. and when they do it and I mean someone young like you is great because you know your their kids is gonna have fun you're gonna play mm -hmm. with them and everything yeah. um I was kind of in the same boat too and my son's senior year where all the parents had to come like mm -hmm. all these other parents are like all old and stuff mm -hmm. and then they're like 
I'm sitting in there dressed like I dress and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What the hell?" Like, yeah. just like, I had one person ask me where my late pass was when I walked in the high school one time. That's, they class. used to do that to my mom. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" It's like, "Ma'am, where's your?" I mean, not ma'am. They say, "Where's your late pass?" I'm like, "Late pass? I'm a parent." What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they used to do that to my mom. My mom would come pick me up from yeah. school, and they'd be like, "Do you need a late like yeah. a, a sign it?" And my mom's yeah. like, "I'm coming to pick up my kids." Oh, yeah. This so she mine. had to show their her ID all the time to prove that she wasn't yeah. a student, that she was a parent. Right. I'm afraid I have those problems. <laughs> yeah. The way so, it's going now, I'm pretty sure I will. It will happen. Yeah. But these are all things that, like, I'm grateful for today. Like, it's pretty freaking cool. It mm-hmm. just stress. Like, l- I let little things stress me out. Yeah. Um, you do. But it's, everything's great. Everything's going to be totally fine. Yeah. Sounds like she's convincing herself. Everything's great. Everything's it's great. Gonna be okay. Like it's okay. The it's world right. can be okay. crumbling right in front of me. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Blues for that. We can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. So anything that's happened to you in recovery since you've been in recovery? I mean, like I said, you know, you didn't have a long time before, but anything like, you know, your mom was, are you happy? That, are you getting any good feedback from anyone? Well, yeah. Like my mom is like, well, my mom helped pay for me to be here Mm -hmm. so i didn't have to be here i chose to be here Mm -hmm. because i was like man my mom was really helping me out here i was like well i want to make her proud and i want to help her out so i'm gonna finish my 28 days even though i don't have to right i want to yeah Mm -hmm. so is it a bad choice i mean lizzie no it really isn't (laughs) and honestly it's better than jail yeah Yeah. (laughs) you feel like you're getting the tools that you need because you're leaving after 28 days because you have to go to the cdl classes and that's down from where you're from right yeah so like do you feel like like you being here, you're getting you're getting all the tools for your toolbox, as they say, mm-hmm. that you need to carry with you when you go back home. Yeah, and I'm definitely gonna be looking up some NA meetings mm-hmm. where I live because mm-hmm. I definitely want to like keep like in touch. Yeah, sure. absolutely. That's awesome. And then if you if you you know if you don't reach out to us and call us, at least watch our podcast on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, so I was definitely already going to look uh. it up, but. I will have weekend time, so okay. I'll definitely like show up like maybe once a month. That'll be good. Or when you drive your big old truck. Yeah. And you drive by and when I'll you like, come down ninety five to go south yeah. or wherever yeah. you go or sixty four, just pop in. Yeah, yeah, there's a big old place you can park. We have actually a couple other guys that drive trucks and he, he there's one guy that he's been around since before I started and he always parks his truck and comes in and says, Hey guys, you know, talk to us. I mean I, Is that the one that parks on the street out there? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. He's always comes in, he's got the Russian accent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, oh, guys, okay. is it a different one? Okay. Huh? Is it? Oh, no, no I was mocking you. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, so guess what? It is for our time. I said about the same time. <laughs> it is. Uh, so this is the end of our show. So what we like to do um, at the end of the show is put Dixie on the spot. Um, we like to say our ending parting words if we haven't heard anything else. Um, so I'll start off first. Um Recovery is wonderful, and I am grateful for everything that I have available in my life, and I know that you can do it as well. If you want it, you just reach out for it. If you need help, please call for it. Um, Please don't let something small stop you. If this is something you want, and we're proof that it does work, Mm -hmm. all of us, proof, proof. Um, So we'll be here for you. And again, our number is 804-249-1845. Recovery is possible. You just got to work at it. Lizzie. Oh, well, I was just saying, um, don't be afraid of recovery. Oh, right. Don't be afraid of recovery. Don't be afraid of recovery. Mm -hmm. Because all it's going to do is going to help you. It's not going to hurt you at all. So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you? Ooh, and speaking from someone of experience, Mm -hmm. and we've got you to say what? 
All I'm going to say today is like, keep pushing through. I'm not going to say thug it out. I say it every week. Let's switch it up, but keep pushing through. Um, you got to start somewhere. And like she said, recovery is not, it's not scary. It's actually amazing. So just give it a shot if you haven't. And we are here if you need us. And just so you guys know, heads up, we won't be on next Wednesday, but we'll be back the the following Wednesday. Yeah. So we will, can't wait to see y'all. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful Thanks. day. Hi, everyone. I'm Honesty Liller. I am the CEO of the McShen Foundation and a woman in long-term recovery. Since May 27, 2007, I have not used drugs or alcohol. Woo, woo. Thank you so, so much to the Richmond Times Dispatch and all of our voters for Get In The Herd podcast. Those podcasts are amazing. Not only has it helped thousands upon thousands of people in their recovery, as well as family members, but it has helped me in my personal recovery. I get to listen to them now in my car through Spotify and iHeartRadio. And it's just really, really important for us to be innovative in the addiction field and the recovery community. So when COVID hit, we had to be innovative. You know, we really had to think of like, what can we do to reach people that cannot go to 12-step meetings? smart recovery, faith-based, whatever, um, that we're shutting down constantly. So we were innovative here at McShin. Let's start podcast. So with Todd, John, Alex, um, and some other staff, you know, we all just kind of jumped in who can do what. And um, with Todd's lead and John's lead, the podcasts have been amazing and we're still doing them today. So I want to thank you for all of your votes and all of your energy and all of your support of our mission of healing families and saving lives. Thanks.